Hello, everypony, and welcome back to Maramores. I'm Caravel. And I'm Beta. And we're your hosts, still. We have not yet been replaced by changelings. That you know of. That you know of. One or both of us could have been. Yeah, I mean, it's an audio medium, so like... How would you tell? Yeah, I mean, they don't even have to be changelings. We could have just been replaced by very skilled voice actresses. Or like a Markov chain bot that has our voices loaded onto it. That could also possible. <laughs> anyway, uh, tonight we've got Saddle Road Review. We've got a ship. We've got a topic. We've got all the usual stuff you've come to know and love from Marimors. Exactly, exactly. So, uh, enjoy the theme song that you know and love from Marimors, and then we'll get right into it. back to Maramores. I'm Car still Caravel. Have not changed since the theme song I'm started. I'm Dank Nugs. <laughs> or not. Hey everybody. I'm Dank Nugs. Yeah, okay. Or card gauge. <laughs> Alright, so the episode we watched uh, this week, this every other week? How this often do we even do this? About every other week. Sure. Uh, anyway, we, we watched Saddle Row Review, as I said in the opening. It's yeah, a good episode. It's a really good episode. The problem with talking about it is that mostly it's just perfectly punchy. Yeah. It just like nails one comedic beat after the other. And it's it's just so good at it. It's but a really like, fun episode to watch. Yeah, it's a really fun episode to watch, but it's not like it's like all throwaway gags. It's like 90% like the straight haired pinky raver. <laughs> There are, like, probably three different Pinkie Pies in this episode alone. Yeah, well, that one has a different cutie mark. Yeah. I feel like that's worth it. Maybe it's the Pinkie Pie from the Equestria Girls universe, and that's her cutie mark in Equestria. Mm. <laughs> you know, if you make, like, the thinking face, they can't see it. Colon, thunking, colon. <laughs> anyway, so, I mean, I think that one of my favorite things about Saddle Row Review is just how perfect all of the characters are. And I just really like having a nice ensemble episode because I feel like those are a lot rarer now than they used to be. Yeah, for sure. It's like when we got to Saddle Row Review, it was in the it's kind of in the middle of season five, right? Season six. Season six. And we're just like, can they still make a good horse? And they can, it turns out. It's Saddle Row Review and it's really good. It's just a really solid episode in general. Yeah, I mean, it's got everything you could possibly want in it. It's got like... Spoon clothes. It's got spoon clothes. It's got Coco being sick. It's got it's Rarity got... teabagging. <laughs> it's got and... raccoons. <laughs> yeah, it's just... What else do you need for an episode of My Little Pony? The it's... answer is nothing. The answer is nothing except for Stinky Bottoms Discount Hat Emporium. <laughs> <laughs> Stinky Bottoms Discount Hat Emporium is an extremely good name for a hat store that Applejack shops at. <laughs> 
Okay. Do you think they have a location in Ponyville, or does Applejack have to go out of town to purchase a hat from Stinky Bottoms Discount Hat Emporium? Does she buy her hats? I guess she must. I mean, like, there's the episode, Some Pony Watching Over Me, Apple Bloom opens uh, Applejack's closet, and it's just filled with hats, <laughs> and also, like, Apple Bloom's bows. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. Okay. Sweep, 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 That's one of the best parts of that. Really, Twilight Sparkle is ridiculously good in Saddle Review, which is great because in like seasons five, six, and seven, Twilight's kind of like, her character has been kind of flattened once she became a princess. And, but in this episode, she is back to her neurotic, dorky self getting extremely excited about and for literally begging rarity to let her organize the fabrics i mean same yeah no it's extremely i love to organize things yes but it's nice to have that kind of classic twilight in there it's some good, good, good. shit. classic twilight um guess i have to start over <laughs> <laughs> what is a reverse index it's an index but it's reverse it's when you look something up um so, like, you have an index, right? And yeah. you look through it, and it has, like, a list of terms and what page they're on. Yeah. A reverse index would be the opposite of A that. list of pages and what's on them? Yeah. Isn't that just the pages? No. <laughs> I don't know. There's a... I, I've, like, done data science. I should probably know what this is, but I don't. So you're just going to have to deal with that. All right. Um, hey, you are incompetent at anything related to my career path. Wow, no self-negging. <laughs> what the hell, what the heck, Caravel? Don't self-neg. Rarity getting really excited and prancing. Do it, oh, doing the, the horse thing. I love when they do the horse thing. Why don't the horses do horse things more often? Because they decided to not care after Lauren Fost left after season two. They should care more. Yeah. the horses being horses, yeah, I like, am making the prancing motion yes. for viewers at home um listeners yes yeah in season one there was a mandate that the horses had to act like horses they couldn't just grab things with their hooves because that's dumb but no uh and then um so that was pretty much ignored uh after lauren fost left the show altogether after season two okay also i need to specifically point out that rainbow and applejack were clearly on a date yes like, I don't know why they went on a date to talk to a reporter, but they absolutely did. I think they just, you know, I, maybe they just decide to schedule their interviews for the same time so you go on a date after. Yeah. That's just, you know. That makes sense. Anyway, also, the reporter needs pictures, pictures of Spider-Man. <laughs> Spider-Pone. Excuse me, yes. <laughs> Which is terrifying, but I think there's a Tumblr Spider about Pony. it. Spider-Pony. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't there a Tumblr that's just the ponies, but they're spiders? Yes. I don't like it. I know you don't. I, I don't mind it. I don't dislike spiders as much as you do. Spiders are good and important, and they should be good and important far, far away from me. I, I'm 100% I'm, I'm fine with spiders. I see a spider, I'm like, yeah, you keep doing you, little guy. Or gal. Sp spider self-actuality. Self-actualization. Yeah, I don't know. Remember that one time there was like a bug or a spider or something in you and Ellie's bedroom and you actually messaged me on Slack to ask me to take care of it? That does sound like something I would do. It was something you did. It happened. It was scary. The two it of you large. were like, can you come over and take care of the spider? And I had just woken up and I'm like, 
I guess I have to shower first. Anyway, I, I think I did actually. You did eventually. After I got out of the shower, I was like, "Okay, do you still need my help?" And you're like, "No, I managed to 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 remove the spider." But the Ellie fact was, that Ellie the, was very proud of me. Yeah, but the fact that the two of you like asked me in the first place, I feel like says a lot. Both of us have lived in Australia. Okay, <laughs> it's not paranoia it is a survival instinct this is not australia this is new york yeah but you never know it's like oh no some deadly freaking orb spiders escaped from the zoo freaking northern wisconsin has black widows i bet they're here too uh, i don't know if they are they're pretty uncommon if they are because i haven't really seen they're them uncommon but like they could still be there i mean was it a black widow no so well i don't know all the spices <laughs> those spicy spiders reach into your local web and you will find a friend and a boy <laughs> reach within no <laughs> I, don't, I don't want it on me yeah no i don't i don't really like cobwebs or spider webs either but like spiders are i'm totally fine with it's 420 right now is it nice meme nice meme uh what else do we have to say about subtle review uh rarity looks incredible in glasses and she should wear them all the time yeah do you think she needs those for reading or does she or are they just like frames and she just kind of plays it up i'll bet she actually needs them mm -hmm. i think like i feel like she's read things without them before i mean yeah people can read things without their reading glasses. That's it's just easier mm. they're just like they're just like you know like pharmacy glasses they're yeah. not prescription or anything she That's just true. has reading glasses yeah okay because she's old she's not that old yeah it's like late 20s uh what else there's the pulp fiction ponies the, oh the, yeah for reasons i don't know you gotta do you gotta just do. gotta do the thing sometimes i guess yeah coco is not in this episode enough it's true she should be in more i mean i mean she's miss palmel now because they got in trouble with the Chanel Corporation. And also, Coco Chanel was an actual Nazi? True. It's kind of, it's one of those things. Yeah. Miss Pommel. Miss Pommel. Definitely trans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very cute. Very sick. She should not have come to that restaurant. That was really gross. It was true. I like that Rarity called her my sweet. They're definitely dating. Rarity office romance so risque <laughs> this episode of miramore is brought to you by rari instead <laughs> <laughs> no neither of us are dating rari you yeah. got on my case about this last yeah, time yeah that's true this episode uh this episode of miramore's is actually brought to you by graph theory three chapters out now and a further chapter out probably by the time of publication I mean, I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna try to speed through this episode tomorrow morning. I'm gonna, like, get up early and see if I can knock out all of the editing in, like, an hour or two, because in the early afternoon, I have to leave to go pick up Robin at the airport. We have had a busy time. Yeah, I am, uh, it's not a marriage, but it's basically a marriage. I'm getting commitment ceremonied in, like, four days. Let me see. Well, today's, today's Wednesday, right? Is it? Yeah. So Thursday, Friday... Saturday. Three days. Yeah. I'm getting not married in three days. To our mutual partner. Yeah. Who we love. Yeah. I can't wait to show y'all the art that yes. I got. 
I got an art of all of my horse friends attending a horse wedding between myself and the horse version of my fiance that Caravel commissioned. Mm-hmm, for and, a free. Yeah, I mean, it's it's all from a free. It's, it's Everything's all, from a free. It's all good stuff. So, anyway, should we ship? Mm-hmm. We should ship some goddamn horses. We should what the ship heck? Caravel. <laughs> I was doing so well. You were. We should ship some gosh dang horses. Anyway, I'm gonna roll this die and we're gonna see what happens. What horse we get. Two. Twiluna, or Tuna, as the kids call it. This is extremely good. It's a good ship. I don't put bad ships on that list. Yeah, that's good. There's no freaking Fluttermac on there. Or like freaking Dyslestia. This is the bad stuff. We only have good stuff. Sunblood stares directly at Carousel Unique. <laughs> She's all about that Moonblood now. Yeah, which it's is true. marginally better. And that I am not as fiercely protective of Moondancer as Moonblood I am. Moonblood is, uh, is my favorite Wes Anderson movie. <laughs> uh, Moonblood is the nickname of my favorite shirt that has three wolves on it howling at the moon. <laughs> doesn't even make sense. Why would you have a nickname? Moonblood is sh- my wolf soda. Sure. 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 I don't anyway, know. Tuna. Tuna. It's a good ship. Shout yeah. outs to Silpho. Yeah, basically. Um, the best all the time forever i mean like they're good it's it's just like so easy to set up that there's like a standard setup for it mm-hmm. it's like twilight going stargazing yeah with luna and like either luna tells stories about the history of the constellations there's a bunch of really really cool head cannons about the stars in equestria mm-hmm. like each one of them is a pony that Luna used to know, oh. or each one of them represents a story that Luna yeah. has remembered. I, I mean, there's there's really two ways that this ship can. I mean, there's like two ways that any ship can start in this context, but like, there are two very specific ways where it goes about. Like, it's usually Luna having a crush on Twilight. I've noticed. Interesting. That's what I usually see. Is like Luna that. having a crush on Twilight? The, like after like twilight rescues her from nightmare moon and helps her out and all this stuff just kind of slowly like really being into twilight and being like somewhat anxious about it but also like lots of anxiety like oh no i'm still a bad horse or whatever and then like occasionally you do see the other one of twilight crushing on luna where twilight is usually ridiculously anxious <laughs> She's so nervous, and she's blushing, and she's just like... I love it when the horses blush. I got... She's like, I got you I got you these flowers. They're moon lilies. And my heart just melts. <laughs> That's gay. My heart lilies melts are gay. so much. I love them so much. Tuna's and they're just... like princesses. It's, yeah. It's basically like... <clears throat> I don't know. Let the, let the princesses kiss. Yeah, Tuna is like one of the classic ships, I feel like. It it was there since the beginning. Yeah, much. I mean they were, they were. I mean, pretty much since the premiere, mm-hmm. people were like, "Yes, tuna." Yeah, although we didn't call it then, we just call it Twiluna. Tuna's yeah. a more recent thing. Yeah, we didn't. I mean, the horses don't eat fish, so yeah, it's true. But yeah. them reading together mm-hmm. and just like being huge dorks together. Oh my god! And like. I read a I read a fic recently which had them like 
Twilight was catching Luna up on the last, like, thousand years of advances in, like, calculus. Yeah. Because there were a bunch of complex formulae mm -hmm. that Luna used to keep track of all of the positions of the stars in the yeah. sky. And Twilight was just like, okay, but we can simplify this using modern calculus. And I'm just like... <sighs> this is a story that was written specifically for you and Hoofclid. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. Yeah, I mean... Except for it didn't end happily and there were a lot of feelings. Oh, That's not good. Didn't even have a tragedy tag. I was taken for a ruse cruise. I was coaxed into a snafu. F. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of stuff with, like, Luna coming in terms of, like, modern technology. Like, there is an old fanfic that I barely, I don't remember the name of it, but I think the first one in the series was Luna versus the Microwave. <laughs> and it was this kind of one-shot thing, and then they started, like, writing more and more sequels, and I don't really remember what happened, but it's just, like, Luna interacting with the modern world. Also, 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 Luna not understanding how courtship works in the modern era is an A-plus trope. And, like, yeah, just, like, more. showing up at Twilight's house with a big thing of roses and being like, I wish to court you. <laughs> <laughs> what is that from it's from a fic called sparkle date me where All luna right. tries to work up the courage to ask twilight out and the last time she knocks or she's about to knock and then twilight opens the door and is like what are you doing and she throws a bouquet of roses at her shouts sparkle date me and then runs away <laughs> <laughs> big mood <laughs> Good, 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 good content. That's some good content. I, I don't know. Like, I think that they're just both huge dorks and they love each other a lot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's how I feel about a lot of ships, but didn't stop being true for this one. Yeah, I mean, the horses are all dorks. Yes, but like, I'm I just like, Twilight has no idea what the heck she's doing. Luna probably knew what the heck she was doing a thousand years ago. Does not necessarily know things about the modern day it's true it's true but also also can we just talk about like how much unprocessed tra trauma luna and celestia must have probably from like a, a thousand years of isolation yes like i imagine that luna just like barely holding it together hmm. those first couple years and like she wakes up like one morning and twilight has just like gone to make breakfast or something and she has a panic attack mm. because she's worried that twilight has left her and that mm. she's going to be all alone again and big mood yeah yeah i mean like i always kind of subscribe to the headcanon that luna was not 100 percent conscious yeah when she no, was it's in true. the moon like i don't know but i i feel like in that headcanon it's more celestia having to deal with like yeah literally not having luna by her side was the only one who would still be alive so yeah i i imagine it was still hard for luna to come back and be like okay everyone i have ever known except for my older sister is dead mm -hmm. every single one of them and and well also discord but discord is evil that cares time. yeah he does care discord yeah. You got me howling at the moon. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you can continue. Go sleep in the middle of a Sunday afternoon. <laughs> continue, please. Um, 
I like the headcanons where, like, Luna was always the sort of more, like, Luna, Celestia was the diplomat and mm-hmm. Luna was the, like, general. And I like the idea of Luna teaching Twilight, like, sparring. Because, <laughs> like, Twilight obviously probably barely works out ever. Mm-hmm. And Luna, like, getting her into shape. And then, like, one day she challenges AJ or something to hoof wrestle and just, like, <laughs> demolishes her. <laughs> uh, now I'm thinking about Luna, Jack. That's not what shit we're talking about. No, it's not what shit we're talking about. I have a very, very soft place in my heart for Lunashai, too. Yeah. I love Lunashai so much. Also, that Lunaset story I wrote was pretty popular. Yeah, it was good. Anyway, Tuna. Tuna. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I just, I really like Tuna. I feel like the two characters just have really good chemistry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Episodes like Luna Eclipsed and uh, the one with the Tantabus. Oh, that episode is so real. That episode is a lot. It's just like it's an episode about like trauma. Yeah, it's and unhealth- My Little like, Pony, a family show. God, you're breaking out the vintage Brony memes on I, this show. I, I have the vintage Brony memes. It's, I guess. Like that episode is like about right and wrong ways to deal with horrible trauma, and it's just like it's a lot. Yeah. What, the name of that, that's a, Do Princesses Dream of Something Sheep? I don't know. I don't know what that episode is called. You're yeah. the one with the encyclopedic knowledge of Pony. Yeah, well, that's a season five, I mm. think. So, that's a good episode. It is a good episode. There's some good stuff in episode, in season five. There's also some very bad stuff. Yeah, that's true of most of the seasons, except season one, which was perfect. So I mean, season one still had, like, Dealing Pinky Keen and over a barrel. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember anything. <laughs> we also have Winter Wrap Up, which is probably the platonic ideal of My Little Pony episodes. Luna isn't in it though. You don't, you don't have to sing. It's hard to edit if you sing. All right. Do we have any more? I don't, I don't know. Do you have any more tuna thoughts? Um, tuna's a good ship. It's a good ship. It's just a good ship. The horses should kiss. They should. Hasbro, please let the horses kiss. Yeah. Hugs and kisses, marimores. <laughs> they kicked me out of Hazcon for holding up a sign that says, unless the horses kiss, then I will face God and walk backwards into hell. <laughs> I will face God and walk backwards into Providence. But you repeat yourself. <laughs> I don't think Providence is hell. No, it's not. I think hell is like New Jersey. I thought hell was other people. And there's a lot of people in New Jersey. That's true. There's people in Providence, too. Yeah, but not as many. No, I mean, true. True. Joyzy. Yeah. Anyway, are we done with tuna thoughts? Yeah, I think so. Okay. So read the Royal Sketchbook. It's yeah, the Royal Sketchbook is some good stuff. Twilight Dapple is the best OC that anyone has ever made. So true. She's well, so cute. Yeah, definitely up there with like Flufflepuff. Yeah, her character design is the best I've ever seen. From an OC. She's so cute. Ah, oh, she's such a Dorcas Malorcas too. Yeah, I don't know. I I really like I like when the horses kiss and they have cute babies. Silpho, if you're listening to this, 
We heart you. We heart you a whole bunch. Continue doing I'm your I'm sorry, very good it was heart. really awkward the couple times I talked to you at VCon. I don't think I talked to her at all at VCon. I think I was like around. Yeah. I had Mono- like. If Monochromatic is listening to this, I'm really, really sorry for how <laughs> awkward I was around you at VCon. Yeah, I mean, I think my big thing was like at VCon, I would just. I was trying a new stimuli, I was trying Ritalin for my ADHD and I was just kind of in a vague panic the entire time so I don't think I did a lot of interacting with people. Vague Panic is my favorite Nine Inch Nails album. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Alright, and with that uh, we're gonna go to break so uh, we'll see you in a couple minutes. For the moment you'll be there for me At the end All the colors of summer faded through We can start on the highest ground Jet plane, fast train, I'll get to you Yes, I'll get to you Where the grass is green, we'll meet again As our love comes pouring down Kissed by the rain, I'll get to you Yes, I'll get to you Welcome back to Marimores, the queerest My Little Pony podcast in existence. I am still Caravel. And I am... Still beta. No. <laughs> Still in beta, even. Can I be Jasmine Leaf? Can you be who? Jasmine Leaf. I don't know who that the is. T-Pone. I thought her name was Herbal Blend. We gave her a name, but then the fandom gave her a better name, so... Jasmine Leaf? Yeah. Okay. That's a nice name. That is a nice name. It flows more off the tongue. Herbal Blend always... There's like a... A stop in there. Anyway, I am actually Beta. I am yes. not, in fact, Jasmine Lee. You are not a character from the show. What if I was? That'd be pretty cool. That would be. I mean, there's an Earth Pony version of me in the background of uh, Buckball Season. Nice. Good. Good stuff. Anyway, um, today's topic is. Why don't you actually introduce it? Because I don't want to. <laughs> so. A lot of y'all are trans. Yeah. Uh, so you might be going through life thinking, yes, I am cis. And then you're like, actually, what if I was a girl? And we have decided, because this is something we've run into sometimes, um, and with people who are like questioning their gender identity, and obviously this is a fandom that is filled with um with trans women especially and mm-hmm. just queer people in general. Yep. So, we're just going to we're going to talk a little bit about like how do you know if you are trans and if you are maybe what you should do about it? <clears throat> I mean, if you think you might be trans, you should join the Miramore's Discord server. Yeah, you should join the Miramore's Discord server. We actually have a channel for talking about queer stuff like that like bit.ly slash miramores discord i think i have no idea it'll there, be there will be a link we always put a link in the description yeah but anyway let me know in the comments below we don't have comments oh also by the way i realized something um after i published the most recent episode um itunes doesn't support rich text formatting so all of the links that i've been putting uh are not accessible to people who use yeah so if you use itunes we're sorry we're sorry that you were using a bad program and maybe you should use google play music instead No, i'm pretty sure google play music has the same well then you should just download them from podbean yeah i mean i should just put the links in 
as links and not as in different stuff? I don't, I have no idea. I don't know anything. I have anyway. never known a thing in my life. Anyway. Anyway, what if you're trans? So you think you might be trans. And I mean... So you think you can trans. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be on that show. I mean, obviously, Beta and I are both trans women. I think we have mentioned this before. And I specifically realized I was trans via the My Little Pony fandom. Mm-hmm. Where it was kind of like... Started out like, hmm, what if the horses kissed? Yeah. And they were both girls? Mm-hmm. And I was mm-hmm. like girls kissing girls is good what and then i realized what if i was a girl what if and then i was like i think i might be and then i just kind of suppressed it for a few years until i found out about what hrt is and here i am don't do that don't do that um hormones are great yeah but we're i feel like we might be getting ahead of ourselves yes how do you know if you are trans i mean Cis people don't talk, don't think constantly about whether they're cis. Yeah, that's the thing. Cis people do not think about their gender, like, ever. Like, they just don't. They don't really question it at all. To the extent that they're always, like, when we talk about this with them, they're like, oh, I don't see gender. And I'm like, of course you don't. Fish don't see water. Yeah. But if you were a person and you were swimming, you would be like, wow, there's water everywhere. (laughs) I can't freaking breathe. But it's a good metaphor. I am a font of metaphor. All right. But anyway, so like. A metaphor is like a simile. I never met a four I didn't like. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Hi, Beta. I'm the next level. <laughs> anyway, so like. If you think, what if I'm a girl, there is like a 90% chance that you are. There is a reason the website amitransgender.com is just yes in block letters. Because if you're going to amitransgender.com, you are probably transgender. You are probably trans. If you are Googling like, how do I tell if I am trans, you are probably trans. Yes. Yes. And also, I'd just like to throw this out there. There is more options than I am boy, I am girl. Yeah, there is a whole wide spectrum of genders and gender identities that you can be. Exactly. And there are things outside of that spectrum. You could be agender and just not have any You can just not have a gender. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. I won't tell. You can just, you can be, maybe you're you're a boy sons and sons, you're a girl. Maybe you're mostly a girl, but sometimes you're not. Maybe you're just non-binary. Yeah, maybe it's you're like, somewhere in between. Maybe you want to use they, them, or zer or anything like that. But yeah, it's all good. The point is, if you are constantly thinking about your gender, odds are pretty good you're not cis. And mm. if you find yourself reading a lot of transformation club, <laughs> or are really into forced feminization type type stories. Or if you just are like, wow, I wish I was one of the ponies. If Rarity is your favorite pony and you identify as a male. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, like, I guess like if you really need a thought experiment, 
for like if you're a trans woman or not like imagine there is a button in front of you and if you press it you will immediately become a cis woman like and everybody in your life will immediately like consider you a cis woman and it'll just be like you are you are a cis woman now and it is irreversible would you press it if the answer is yes congrats you're a trans woman there isn't really anything else to say like if you're just like i would just slam that mf like button or whatever it's like yeah yeah because like cis guys wouldn't wouldn't press it they just they wouldn't yeah they wouldn't want that or they might think they would but if they thought about it for a bit they would be like nah i like trucks and steaks (laughs) i mean i still like steak what about trucks i mean i liked trucks when i was a kid now i'm more about trains like freight trains and stuff but like because trans but yeah the tr- trucks are good for like deliver making deliveries from like a rail hub to a nearby smaller area welcome back to uh city's <laughs> city skylines <laughs> welcome back to S- city skylines i'm your host caravel <laughs> <laughs> and i am the mayor of pleasantville hmm what if I was a 30 under 30 media luminary? What is, why, what are we, what is Miramore's going to be on the Forbes 30 under 30 list? Yeah, I want a Webby. Yeah, bo- both of us are under 30. It's true. Hit us up, Forbes. Call me. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, trans. Trans. So, like, if you, if you are thinking that you are not cis, you are probably not cis. And I guess the, the next thing is, what the heck do I do now? And honestly... There are a lot of resources out there, um, but a lot of them are bad. Yeah. Like, I, early in my transition, I went on, like, our transgender on Reddit, mm-hmm. um, which has some good stuff, but also convinced me that it was kind of gatekeepy, like, if you aren't depressed, then you're not trans. Yeah. Or if you haven't known you were trans since you were a kid, you're not trans. And there's a lot of these really common narratives, and there's yeah. two reasons for that. Mm-hmm. One, the media likes to amplify narratives that they're familiar with and that are recognizable to them. And two, for a long time, we had to lie. We had to say, oh, I've known this since I was a kid and I want to be a straight woman and I want to pass perfectly and I just want to blend into the crowd and never mention it again. Because that was what you said to get hormones. That was what you said to get any kind of treatment at all. Exactly. That wasn't like conversion therapy. Yeah. But like, because like most doctors are cis. It's true. Specifically, most of them are cis men. Yeah. And so it's those narratives got amplified because it was what expect it was what was expected of people. I've yeah. heard horror stories of people who are just like of like doctors in jeans saying, Well, women don't wear jeans <laughs> To a trans woman who had the nerve to show up not in nylons, stockings, a miniskirt, and heels. Yeah, not even getting into, like, the idea of, like, living as your chosen gender for a year before they would give you hormones, which is, like, extremely dangerous. I did that. Yeah, you did that. You didn't die. I didn't. 
Congrats. Yeah. I lived in Toronto. Yeah. Nice there. Yeah. But yeah. And I don't want to I don't want to I don't want to reduce this like it's going to be hard. Yeah. You're probably going to lose some of your friends. Yeah. And your family might take a while to come around. They yeah. might not. I don't yes, want some to... some people might never come around, but honestly, you're if, better off without them. Yeah, if there's one thing I have learned from my tra- transition, it's that like you are probably better off like it'll hurt when people are kind of awful to you about it or just don't understand and that sort of thing, but to be honest, in the long run, you're probably better off without them and also you're going to be able to replace those boring friends with a bunch of extremely attractive trans women <laughs> like like beta boy <laughs> what about caravel what about caravel you're really attractive debatable well i'm not attractive at all and you're still just like throwing <laughs> anyway girls but uh <laughs> Girls are so good. Girls are so good. I mean, like, there's a reason that, like, chosen families are so much of a thing mm-hmm. with trans people. Like, and honestly, my chosen family is, I am way closer to them than I ever was with my biological family. Chosen family we might want to define. Okay. Chosen family is... The people that you have decided that you want to spend your life with and that have sort of taken over the role that maybe a family used to play. Like, they'll support you through difficult times, be that emotionally, mm-hmm. financially, yeah. um, anything else. They'll, you know, you can hang out with them for holidays. You can have Thanksgiving being in potlucks and <laughs> you can exchange zines together. <laughs> I live in a non-traditional household as part of a poly V. It's myself, my fiance, and her wife, and our two dogs. Mm-hmm. And we are family now. Mm-hmm. Like We live together and are planning to spend the rest of our lives together. And it might not just be the three of us for a while. We have other people who might someday move in with us mm-hmm. and... That's really cool. And, you know, my parents took a, my parent took a while to come around. I have, I know people whose parents just never did. They don't speak to them anymore, but they have chosen family and it's okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, like, uh, my mom and like her family were extremely accepting as were my sisters. And then like, my dad was just kind of awful about it. I just don't talk to him anymore. It's just like, okay, I don't need you at all yeah, to be in my life. So. Yeah. And that's why, you know, I was joking about you should join our Discord, but you actually should because we've got a bunch of trans people there. We're mostly really friendly and we, there is a pretty big network mm-hmm. of trans women like i can find people who might live near you mm-hmm. i can find resources that mm-hmm. are near you um 
I know, I know like what to look for. I have a lot of friends scattered all over North America and beyond Mm -hmm. and we can help. Yeah. I don't know. Like for a while, uh, uh, like before I was out and like early on in my transition, I didn't really have anyone. I didn't interact with other trans people at all. I was always like nervous to try to enter like trans spaces and stuff. I was always just kind of existed on the fringes. I didn't have a lot of friends in general uh, for assorted reasons. And but eventually, like I met Beta and I kind of stumbled into this massive network of other trans women. And it was super great and was really important for me to get into like a life that I like. So I definitely it's good to try to like reach out to other trans people and the Maramores discord is a way that you can do that yeah i didn't really have access to other trans people when i was early in my transition and honestly i think if i had it would have gone a lot smoother Mm -hmm. um the reasons that i put off going on hormones which we will get to soon Mm -hmm. for so long was that i was like i despite having already socially transitioned, um, which we should also define at some Mm -hmm. point, um, I didn't really, I still didn't really believe that I was trans. And I think that thing is really, really common. Yeah. I think that, like, if you're thinking, I am not trans enough, you should know that literally every other trans person thinks that sometimes. It's basically, like, the gender version of imposter syndrome. Yeah. Like, it's kind of funny because if you think that you're not trans enough, you are probably trans. Exactly. I do not really have trouble with the, I don't know if I'm trans thing anymore. Yes. After I got bottom surgery, it was sort of like, yeah, you know, this is probably right. (laughs) This is way better than it used to be. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Anyway, we should talk about... We should talk about social transition and medical transition. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So... Social transition is essentially presenting as female or non-binary or male, depending on your gender identity. Yeah, we've we've spent this whole episode mostly talking about trans women because... Because we're, we're both trans women and most of the people we know are trans women. And also, most of my... My experience is that there are a lot more trans women in the MLP fandom yeah, than, than trans like trans men. men. Like, there's also a large <laughs> number of non-binary people, mm-hmm. but... Neither of us are non-binary, so I'm not sure how comfortable we are necessarily talking about that sort of thing. But I do know non-binary people. Yes, and I same. can we can find them for you. Yes, like if you go on Marimors and you're like, I need non-binary people stat, we could be like, we got this. But uh yeah, so social I, I guess I'm just from now on just gonna mostly talk about trans women. Yeah. Because that's what we know about. Or at least trans feminine people. Yeah, or trans feminine, uh trans femmes. Um social transition would be as when you start to like present outwardly as female. It's like you start wearing feminine clothing, you start asking people to refer to you by your chosen name. Um, if you have decided that you want to change your name, some people have gender neutral names and don't want to change it, and that's fine too. Uh, you've decided, like, can you use she, her pronouns to refer to me? I'm a woman, et cetera, et cetera. That's social transition. And all of this doesn't happen to ha- have to happen at once. You no. could, for example, 
socially transition just on one particular Discord server. Mm -hmm. Um, That's kind of what I did. Um, I start my first social transition was on a Pokemon forum called yeah. Poke Beach, and I just kind of quietly changed all of my gender things to say female, mm -hmm. and asked that people refer to me as female. Yeah, and you know you're. Most people on places like Discord don't have avatars of their actual faces, and so yeah, if you so want to like, be, if you want to be, you know, Sunset Shimmer. You can be Sunset Shimmer. You can be Sunset Shimmer. You could be Sunset Shimmer, shimmer kissing yourself. Yeah, you could be that. <laughs> um, you can change your name, and um, you can try out a bunch of different names. Yeah, um, go for it. Just the name I originally used was Genevieve. I briefly used uh, Phoebe because yeah. that was the uh, name my mother would have given me if I had been born female. I don't think my parents ever came up with a female name for me. I didn't ask. Yeah. Social so. transition is, can be, it can be basically anything you want it to be. Mm -hmm. Like, if you want to keep wearing jeans and keep, you know, yeah, like wearing t-shirts. You don't have to wear dresses to be yeah. a trans woman. Like, exactly. women wear jeans. Women wear pants. Like, this is, you're wearing leggings right now. I am wearing leggings right now because I just can't be bothered to shave my legs it's like getting to be that time of year where I just like don't care. Well, yeah, because you're always wearing leggings, and also you have the the secret strat of being able to wear leggings as pants. Yeah, which I cannot pants do. Is good stuff. To be honest, it's actually like eighty eighty five out right now, so I'm gonna assume you haven't been outside today. Yeah, I'm planning not to. That's fair. I might just not leave the house for the next couple of days. <laughs> Instead, Robin and I will show up and bother you here. Good. Good. Anyway, um, we can so introduce her to the dogs. I'm gonna. Good. Anyway, um, so social transition, it's, it's, it's what you make of it, but that's how you would define it. Uh, then there's also what you, I guess you could just refer to under the big umbrella of medical transition, uh -huh. which is hormones, which is various forms of uh, surgeries that you can obtain depending on where you um, um, if you are i don't think we have any you know like tweens or kids listening to this but that would be puberty blockers yeah puberty blockers are a thing yeah like like can i just like go off on a tangent it really bothers me when people are mad about puberty blockers like let kids have puberty blockers puberty blockers are super reversible you know what isn't reversible Puberty. Ugh, you yeah. cannot reverse puberty. I have spent significant amounts of time and money on trying to, on trying to, uh, to fix puberty, and it didn't. It didn't go well. It's irreversible. It's permanent. Yeah. Like you can diminish some of the effects of it, but it'll there will still always be stuff there, like my voice, and hair growth. It slows a bit from hormones, but like God, just like kids have puberty blockers. Yeah. Um, and also, in speaking of reversible, if you take hormones for a couple weeks and you decide that it's not for you, then it's not for you. Even if you take it for like a year or two and you're like, yeah. nope, it'll still be mostly reversible, like, especially because you can just go on the other hormone and reverse most of the changes. It's fine. Yeah, you don't, like, if, if you haven't had, like, if you haven't had surgery... 
yeah. to remove your testes, mm-hmm. then you just stop taking your antiandrogen and it's going to be an unpleasant couple of weeks, but yeah, eventually it's fine. Like this stuff is reversible. Yeah. Like uh, there are a lot of people who try to make you think that it is not, but it is extremely reversible. Yeah. And there's not really many consequences to just like trying it out Mm -hmm. because the first things that happen on estrogen are in my experience at least the mental stuff yeah like you start feeling emotions more deeply you start feeling not bad i don't know so yeah so i guess why don't we talk a bit about hormones so uh so trans men take testosterone and they usually just inject it uh i don't think you can take oral testosterone i don't know as much about it the thing to keep in mind with the there are two major hormones in the human body that relate to sex and gender which Mm -hmm. are estrogen and testosterone every pretty much every person produces both of those Mm -hmm. hormones they just produce them in different amounts depending on uh which genitals you have and even then it's all a mess things are very very complicated i am oversimplifying Everybody, like, there are people with any possible combination of chromosomes and genes and genitals that you can imagine. Like, something like 1 in 25 or, like, 1 in 100 people are born with a cloaca. Like, this is just, sex and gender are a mess. And if anybody tries to tell you that there are only two genders or only two sexes, ask them to read a book. Anyway, so there, there's, there's two main ones. There's estrogen and there's testosterone. There's also the other one progesterone but we don't need to get into that right now and the thing to keep in mind is that testosterone is way stronger than estrogen is testosterone will take over so trans men only need to inject testosterone into themselves and it will overtake the estrogen easily Mm -hmm. uh if you are a trans feminine person and you are starting uh female quote-unquote female hormones um you you take your estrogen pills or you inject it or you have a patch but you also need to take what's called an anti-androgen to suppress mm-hmm. the testosterone that your body is trying to produce because otherwise just the estrogen won't be enough to overcome the testosterone your body is producing naturally so there are two primary anti-androgens the first is spironolactone that's the one if you are in the united states that's the one you will take uh, because the other one isn't cleared for use in the United States. Well, there's three. There's three. There's spironolactone, mm-hmm. ciproterone, and finasteride. Okay. Finasteride is, in my experience, usually prescribed in conjunction with spiro if the spiro isn't isn't sufficient. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I completely forgot that finasteride was an antiandrogen. Um. Yeah, and usually, if if you can manage it. My advice is always to do this under the care of a medical professional. Yeah, I mean, I'm getting... I'm, okay, right now, I just okay. want to explain how it works. All right, all right. I'm sorry. I kind of just plowing ahead there. The trans train is leaving the station. Anyway, the so... The Transship Express. The Transship Express. Anyway, so you're going to have... If you take pills, you're going to have two sets of pills. There's the estrogen, which is usually estradiol... Mm-hmm. which is just synthetic estrogen. We used to use uh, an estrogen made from mare piss. That's true. It was, it was called Premarin, which stands for pregnant mare urine. Yep. 
It's true. You, you, this is not a joke. You can look this up. Yeah, no, this, this is actually... This what is what the Mongols used, was just mare piss. Because, like, trans people have existed forever. That's, like, the topic for another... That could be a whole other episode, but... Mongols. There were trans Mongols. There were trans Greeks. There were also trans people. Anyway, so... That's a stradiol, and it's usually, like, this little green oval pill. Sometimes there's injections... Uh, the injections are a lot stronger. You there's don't have lot, to do it. There's as often. a lot of different things that uh, estradiol can look like. Yeah, like you can, and some people like dissolve it under their tongue. Your doctor oh. might have you do that. Your doctor, uh, which is what uh, Beta's doctor has her do. Uh, my doctor has me just take it orally, like any other pill. People are not sure which is better for you. It doesn't seem to. There's a lot of. Uh. There's a lot of just kind of guess work involved mm-hmm. which is a little concerning sometimes but anyway so the other one if you are in the united states you will also be prescribed spironolactone mm-hmm. spironolactone is it sucks <laughs> it sucks so bad but um i mean the the main good thing is that it prevents your it like tells your body just like hey stop doing the testosterone stuff just stop not allowed mm-hmm but the the thing is, is that, first off, if you get uncoated, it tastes unpleasantly like mint. The world's most unpleasant mint. And if you get it coated, it still tastes, like, awful. I like to describe it as, it tastes like an Altoid you found in the back of a couch that was half-submerged in a swamp in northern Florida. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a pretty good, that's a pretty apt description of Spirit It's like the death mint. It's... It's it's not fun. You just I, I take mine with apple juice because otherwise it is if I get like any taste of it, I'm just like, oh god. And I take the coated kind. Yeah. That's easy mode. When I I've lived in Australia and Canada and both of those places I got the uncoated kind. Um so in addition to being unpleasant when you were taking it, spyro dust just gets everywhere. Yeah. It's just like it coats all of your other pills in a layer of spiro dust if you keep them in a pill case. My Xanax does that. Yeah. But yeah, um, so, and then spironolactone also has a lot of side effects. Because, um, like, estrogen's main side effects are going to just, are just the, the effects that you want. Yes. It does not have as, like, as many negative side effects, unlike Primarin, which had a bunch. Um, but, uh, spironolactone, uh, is normally its actual primary function is as a blood pressure medication Mm -hmm. it's supposed to reduce it's supposed to be for the treatment of high blood pressure the anti-androgen effects are basically just a fun bonus they discovered yeah and that's not to mention the uh second fun bonus which is that spironolactone is a diuretic you will pee a lot and you will eat a lot of salt you will eat a lot of salt because it'll reduce your blood pressure and if you don't have high blood pressure which is what that means is that the spiro will give you low blood pressure and you will need to eat a lot of salt and you will constantly crave salt yes i i there have been multiple incidents where i just poured kosher salt into my hand and licked it off i mean you are a deer I am a deer. That makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. But anyway, like pretzels, pickles are a really oh, big one because that also so good. works because you're peeing a lot. So you need more water. So pickles will give you the salt and they'll give you the, the water. And so pickles are very much a, a trans woman meme. But um, yeah. Also, 
spicy food. Yeah. It's, a, it's like, I don't know why it does that, but anyway. So if you are outside the United States, you might be given the other one. Saproterone. Saproterone. Which has, does not have the side effects that Spiro has. Instead, it can uh, cause or amplify depression, which is always mega fun. Um, that's the one that if you're in the United States, you can't be prescribed it because it's not cleared for use here. But if you're in Canada or the European Union or somewhere else, mm-hmm. uh, you might get it prescribed. Usually in those places, if you say, I'd rather have Spiro or I'd rather have the other one, that'll be, you can usually just get the other one. But We've also been saying uh, prescribed a whole bunch. Can we talk about that now? Yes. Um, If you can... You should do medical transition under the care of a qualified medical professional. Yeah. And if you can means if it is available and you can afford it, it does not mean I am too scared to go into a doctor's office. Mm -hmm. You need to weigh these risks because hormones are very safe, but... There are risks. Mm-hmm. And, and you, you, you need somebody to be constantly monitoring your blood and your health. Exactly. Because it can have it can have adverse effects on the liver. Um, it can have adverse effects on sort of basic metabolic functions. You could get really dehydrated. Mm-hmm. Um, and none of this is like, oh, we have this problem. We're going to take you off hormones. It's oh, you're probably taking too much Spyro. Why don't we lower your dose? Yeah, it's just to be to be able to adjust your dosage based on what your body actually needs. And it's also going to just make your medications more effective. Like yeah. If you can look at, oh, what's my estrogen level? It's pretty low. Maybe I should take more. Mm-hmm. Then you're going to get better results. Mm-hmm. That being said... If you can't... There is, I am not going to officially condone on Marimors ordering illegal meds from Turkey. I'm not going to officially condone it, but I am going to state that the option is theoretically there if you absolutely need it. For instance, if you were on hormones and uh, some jerk doctor took you off or... If you just where you are have no way to get hormones, this is theoretically something one could do. If one were to theoretically do this, it would be called self-medding, and there are a lot of resources online. Yes, there there are resources that you can use to do this thing that as we do not endorse. As possible, yes, we you should always marimores. Suggests we, doing everything under the care of a trained medical professional for all of the reasons we set out and more. Yes, so we do not officially condone this method. We are just, for the sake of education, we are letting you know that there are things that other people do. Yeah. Anyway, so let's talk about medical professionals. Yeah. Um. So what is ideal is what's called informed consent. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, that is going to a doctor and saying... I am trans, I would like some hormones, and them saying, cool, here's some hormones. That is generally ideal. If you live in the United States, um, you can, uh, what I would recommend is first, 
uh, you may want to look at Planned Parenthood. If mm -hmm. you live near a Planned Parenthood, you can uh, go to their website. Uh, I don't know if it's .com or .gov. Um, it's definitely not .gov. Yeah, it's like PlannedParenthood.com. You can Google it. But um, a lot of Planned Parenthood clinics in the United States um, do uh, prescribe hormones, and it is informed consent. Um, I know a state specifically where, like, every Planned Parenthood does it is Vermont. Um, some other places are, like, Montana, uh, parts of New York. Uh, for instance, if you live in Ithaca, I believe uh, their Planned Parenthood does it. Uh, there are a number of Planned Parenthoods across the country that will... Uh, provide you hormones. Uh, second, there are informed consent clinics in many uh, U.S. states and Canadian provinces. Uh, I don't know as much about places outside of uh, Northern America. This is a good reason to get a hold of other trans people. Yeah, I highly recommend trying to find other trans people in your area or who have lived in your area. There is a there is a whisper network. Um, we we like. I've heard about good pe people to go to. Mm -hmm. A lot of us know people to specifically yeah. avoid. Yeah. Um, um, it's much easier than it was even five, ten years ago. Yeah. Things are, a, it may, things are a lot better for trans people now than they were even five years ago. And I mean, that kind of says a lot about how bad things were for trans people five years ago. But, like, there are multiple places in most major metropolitan areas where you can reliably get hormones. Uh, if you live in the New York City metropolitan area, I would recommend Cal Lord Community Health Center. Mm -hmm. uh, that is probably one of the larger informed consent uh, and queer health centers in the country. Mm -hmm. So um, if you live in that area, that is, in fact, where I uh, go. They usually have a wait list, but they have, a set, they have opened a second location in the Bronx, which might be a better option if you live near there or if you drive. And in 2019, I think they're opening a location in Brooklyn. Nice. So, and um, I have lived and received hormone therapy in New York City, Boston, Toronto, Vancouver, San Francisco, and Melbourne. So if you live in any of those places, I can make recommendations. Yeah. Melbourne, Australia. Yeah, Melbourne. I mean, I mean, I mean, like, there's no other Melbournes, but they might hear I mean, it. There's, like, a, there's, there's, there's a Melbourne, Florida. Melbourne is how they pronounce it. Do they? Yeah. Born. Melbourne. That's mm -hmm. how most people pronounce Melbourne if they don't know it's pronounced Melbourne. It's like people who say New Orleans instead of New Orleans. Anyway, so most major metropolitan areas in the U.S. and Canada and Australia and stuff will have places where you can get hormones if you live in the uk the national health service is pretty great and i am jealous of it in a lot of ways they are very bad about trans health care mm -hmm. um it can sometimes take up to a year or more to get an appointment to talk about hormones it's rough um and Brexit is going to make it even harder because you won't be able to receive medical care from outside the country. But that being said, it's not like we don't know trans people in the UK who can help you and walk you through this. I am just saying it is going to be tricky. That's, that's to say nothing if, God forbid, you live somewhere like Dubai or Russia mm. or... 
Yeah. If you live in one of those places, I am sorry. And I wish I could help you more uh, if you live in a place where it is not safe for you to be who you are. And I hope that one day it either becomes safe for you or able to go to a place where it is safe. Just because it would be really nice if we lived in the world that had that button. But if you, for example, live with conservative family who you do not trust, then it might be safer for you to wait and mm -hmm. put off transition until you can make plans to get out. Yeah. The thing to do in that sort of situation is to build your network. Mm -hmm. um, make sure that your parents don't have access to your accounts. They can't find out things from you. Yeah. Um, you do a whole separate podcast on... On us. dealing with bad parents. Yeah, I was going to say internet security. Yeah. but in, This in, is allegedly a My Little Pony podcast. Yeah, I mean... It's a My Little Podcast, but it's also a Queer Issues podcast. Yeah, it's true. And I Flourish mean, is trans. Yeah, Flourish is trans. Sunset Shimmer, trans. trans. Coco Pommel, trans. trans. Marble Pie, trans. trans. Spike the Dragon, trans. Thorax, trans. Gender no, queer. Gender queer. Gender queer. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so you should build your network, and hopefully, you can get people who can help you. And yeah, um. If there is anything we can do to help, you can always ask us. Uh, we can try to connect you with other people in your area. Mm -hmm. Local trans in your area. Yeah, meet hot trans in your area, and we are all hot. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Except Caitlyn Jenner. I think that any attraction I would have to Caitlyn Jenner is just destroyed by her being kind of a bad person. <laughs> yeah, she is. Another end of the spectrum, Chelsea Manning. You will develop a crush on Chelsea Manning. If you don't have one already. A couple of things are going to happen when you transition. One, you will develop a crush on Chelsea Manning if you don't have one already. You will grow boobs. You will grow boobs. They're great. You will become a furry. You will become if a furry you if you are already. not already, which, like, you definitely are. You're listening to this podcast. You are a furry. Um... You will become a communist. You will be, yeah, you, congratulations on joining the Antifa. Yeah. Um, that sometimes you, happen. Sometimes wanting boobs just leads you to join an anti-fascist, a worldwide anti-fascist organization. And this is just ha how you, this is just yeah. what you do. Um, those things will all happen. Just let it wash over you. Mm -hmm. You will probably. You will develop a fondness for vaporwave. <laughs> anyway, so there's. I mean, we're kind of joking now. We kind of got off topic. Um, hormones, good. They're basically magic. Uh, so there yeah. are plenty of resources. Uh, you can go on the Marimors Discord, or if you know uh, other trans people, you can try to reach out to them. I don't think we need to go into surgery. Honestly. Yeah, That's honestly, like, like kinda... we're doing kind of like 101 kind of level stuff. The most important thing is that you will not get surgery right away mm -hmm. and you don't have to ever get it. Yeah, it's like if you are totally fine with your genital configuration or if you just don't want surgery, you don't have to get it. You can still be trans. Mm -hmm. You d you can still be trans without ever intending to get bottom surgery. Mm -hmm. That's absolutely fine. You mm. can, and there are a bunch of surgeries that are related that you could or could not get. You yeah. could get facial feminization surgery. Mm -hmm. You could get vocal surgery to make your voice higher. That one's scary. It is. You could get breast augmentations. Mm -hmm. You can just get an orca or bleh, bleh. 
God, I'm so bad at pronouncing it. The one where they take your balls away. You can get an orchiectomy, which is where they remove the testes. Yeah, they remove the testes, so that way you don't have to take antiandrogens anymore. Yeah. So, if you still want to, if you don't want, like, the full, the full Monty down there. Yeah. Or, if you want it someday but can't afford it right now. Yeah. Like, it's, it's fine. Yeah. Don't, don't let anybody tell you that there is a right way to be trans because there are some wrong ways to be trans, but most of them are right. I just remembered something recently. Some people were talking about the Kogiati. Do you remember that? Yeah, the Kogiati Maroon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the Kogiati was a test to like determine if you were trans or something. It was really bad and gatekeepery. Mm-hmm. And I remember it. I actually did take it when I was a teenager and it said I wasn't trans. Burn, burn, burn yeah you're probably trans i am just because you don't just because you don't like you know only like playing with dolls and just because you don't have terrible spatial awareness skills i have great spatial awareness skills nice you know who has bad spatial awareness skills are metaphor yeah (laughs) call out post (sighs) anything else should we make this about ponies again uh, I don't know. How should how would we make it about ponies? Um, this community is a pretty safe space for yeah. you to express your femininity. Yeah. You go to BronyCon or something. There are tons of trans. Women. Oh, they're everywhere, and they're all so cute. It's so true. Ugh. But yeah, there are a lot of trans women in this fandom. Most of whom are probably willing to talk with you and help yeah. you. And. Even if not, there's me, there's Beta. Feel free to bother either of us about trans stuff. We do not mind. Yes. As long if as, you like, are a trans person, I will talk to you for hours. If you are a cis person and I do not think that you are arguing in good faith, then I'm going to kick you to the curb. Yeah, like, I mean, if you're like a cis person, you're bothering us about like genitals or whatever, I'm just going to be like, no, leave me alone. But if you're a trans person and you got questions about transition and other stuff, like we got answers we got answers and if we don't have answers we can get answers yeah we know so, how we know how it be we know how it be so yeah i have somewhere to be in seven minutes that is about half an hour away so we should probably try to wrap this up caravel <laughs> yes all right i I, will... I have a date with your fiance <laughs> i know that you do i didn't realize it wasn't here no it's not i have to be in manhattan all right. I have well, to go to Cal and Lauren and pick up my titty skittles. All right. Well, it was uh, nice to talk to you, Caravelle. Mm-hmm. And I will. We will. Uh, we'll see you again in like two weeks. Hopefully, this episode will go up like. Um, the twenty second. Yeah. The twenty first or the twenty second. Hopefully, it'll go up then. If it doesn't, it won't go up until the next week because I will be busy. And you will be busy, and also you don't do the audio editing. I do that. I do that, and I, I don't do that. I will write the... I will write yeah, you, the you do the copy and stuff. But anyway. Social media. Anyway. Goodbye. Goodbye, everypony. We will see you next time. Bye.